stressed. And I think most people realize when they're stressed, but there's also this sneakier, almost a subliminal level of stress that most people don't even realize until maybe they get a massage or they go on vacation and they realize, oh my gosh, I've been operating under so much pressure. So non-sleep deep rest originally caught my attention because I fell into the category of people that had a difficult time winding down. I noticed, especially at night, getting into bed, my mind would be racing. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. We've got our friend Teresa back on the podcast. She's Living Roots Wellness um, on Instagram. She's amazing. Go and uh, follow her. Uh, she's been on the podcast quite a few times and the reason that I want to record this one with her is because on our last podcast, we touched on this technique that could be used. Um, I think we talked about, you know, to improve your sleep. So let's say you're doing all the right things, eating enough food, getting sunlight, you know, walking. And I even find this one for me is I can sort of get into these states because I'm really consistent with my nutrition, you know, my walking and everything. But like you sort of highly, I'm trying to think of the right words to describe it, but you're just in this like really hyped up position, you know, you're feeling hyped up and you're a bit, bit, bit stressed, you know, if you're so busy. And I think a lot of women too, that listen to our podcast, you know, they, um, got lots of kids and, or not lots of kids, they've got kids and they're really busy in their work and they're trying to do everything and just having a tool or a technique that can really just, um, I think like bring you down in a way and help you just de-stress and relax and then potentially um, improve your sleep. And you talked about it briefly on the podcast last time. I thought, oh, that sounds really interesting. And you sent me some stuff. Um, so I thought, let's get on and, you know, record uh, a podcast. So maybe, you know, obviously it has a name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Dr. Huberman coined it as NSDR or non-sleep deep rest. Yeah. A lot of people still refer to it as yoga nidra or yogic sleep. But if you listen to the recordings and the overall style, it's pretty much the same. And like you said, Kitty, if someone's stuck in an overacted state or overactive kind of hyper aroused, stressed, on guard state, everything else is going to be altered in the sense that they might find themselves not really getting the best sleep. Maybe they're waking up to pee around 3 a.m. Maybe they're waking up to start their day, but they don't feel like they've slept at all. And it's kind of this vicious cycle where that sleep deprivation alone is going to increase the stress hormones that cause someone to feel agitated and go, 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 just always stress. And I think most people realize when they're stressed, but there's also this sneakier, almost a subliminal level of stress that most people don't even realize until maybe they get a massage or they go on vacation and they realize, oh my gosh, I've been operating under so much pressure. So non-sleep deep rest originally caught my attention because I fell into the category of people that had a difficult time winding down. I noticed, especially at night, getting into bed, my mind would be racing. I have Even that too. Sometimes you have that too? Now, like I'll have a really busy day. And, you know, you like lots of calls from seven and I'll get to that. I think, fuck, I really, I need something to just like, I'll do the breath work or like, you really have to sit, sit in the red light to really just 
bring yourself down. Yes. And what's incredible about this is that with repeated practice, you're basically reaping more and more benefit. Some of the studies are showing changes in brain structure and the function. So the parts of the brain, to oversimplify, it would be like the amygdala and other stress regions. They start to quiet. And then other regions associated with calm, with clear thinking, with focus, come back online. So if someone feels like that, they raise their hand, yep, that's me, I have trouble winding down at night, that's just a symptom of the nervous system maybe asking for some more support in learning to down-regulate and learning to do so more efficiently. Everyone wants that because if we don't have to spend so much time agitated, imagine getting into bed and feeling that relaxation overtake you as opposed to feeling like you have to constantly grasp for it. So like you mentioned, the extended exhales, that's actually a big piece of non-sleep deep rest. And back to the studies, that physiological sigh is actually turning on the circuitry that tricks the brain into thinking that relaxation is available or relaxation is already present. So normally the sequences start off with slower extended exhales. And another interesting component of this is that you're actually not asleep. And it's very different from meditation in the sense that the goal is to kind of get the brain to a point of being pretty distracted where you're not really thinking of anything. And after the extended exhales, most guided non-sleep deep rests will shift into more of like a body scan. And you'll notice you're you're not quite sure if you're awake or you're, you're asleep and you'll find that your thoughts are kind of ebbing and flowing out of wakefulness. You might feel a little distracted all of a sudden thinking about what you have to do after the fact or, you know, something that happened during the day. But I would say maybe like 10 minutes in, most people notice feeling very blissful, almost euphoric, a sense of spaciousness and lightness comes into their body. And I think once the body gets a taste of that, it wants to come back to it. So you're getting that first data point. But I'd say most people listening who maybe find themselves revved up or exhausted or crashing in the afternoon, but then feeling really on and hyped up in the evenings, maybe that's when they feel like they can't stop eating because they just feel so stressed. This would be a great tool to implement. And and I'm not saying, you know, buy someone's fancy recording. That's not necessary. There are so many people that offer this for free. Mm. And then you can kind of learn to do it for yourself, which I think is incredible. But yeah, I think the biggest thing of learning to shift into that parasympathetic state faster and faster so that maybe you even finish a really hard training session and then you can find yourself feeling back to a better baseline that isn't stress-driven or you get into bed and you get that signal right away. Oh, I can downregulate. All is well. And for the other category of people that are sleeping Maybe they say and they feel like they're sleeping well, but they just never really feel rested. Mm. Non-sleep, deep rest, what they're currently looking into is that by enhancing your ability to fall asleep, it's actually improving sleep quality because some of the research is showing that even if we're asleep, some of those stress regions can still be on. So we're still being pumped full of adrenaline and serotonin and histamine and cortisol, things that we do not want to be pumping while we're trying to get some deep restorative sleep. Mm. So adding this into your day or even right before bed, if that's easier with your schedule, 
can be just what you need to get out of that catch-22, mm-hmm. that your sleep actually becomes restorative so that you don't have to live off of stress hormones during the day or have to push more caffeine than is necessary because you know I'm a fan of coffee, but I think there's a certain point where the body is completely exhausted and you know people still feel like they need that extra lift mm. when really they might need better quality sleep and more relaxation so that their nervous system isn't frazzled. How is that for a summary? That is brilliant. So now talk about like how do you actually do it? So you obviously mentioned maybe how does it work and then some of these free ones that people could start with. Yeah. So I started listening to the free ones and then I was thinking, well, I want to make my own. And actually I was surprised, Kitty, because you know, I'm, I focus mainly on tapping, mm. but I started releasing some non-sleep deep rests on my app and those started to become the most used and listened to of all of the I'm videos. To, I might have to get off this and try. I'll join you. Yeah. And, yeah. And try it, well, I'm so interested. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially I'd say a good practitioner and everyone has their different styles, but You'll you'll start again with those extended exhales, really starting to downregulate the nervous system pretty efficiently. And you'll notice it does so, like you've described, when you start doing your box breathing, the body responds pretty rapidly. But most people notice that it takes a little bit longer to really start feeling like they can wind down or, or fully relax. So once the breathing is complete, there's often imagery and visualization, but mainly the body scan as you're mindfully scanning from, say, you start with the shoulder with an inhale, and then on the exhale, your attention slowly glides down the arm, and then you're resting there for a moment, breathing in and out, aware of your breath, with your arm taking up all of your mental capacity. And then maybe you'll shift to the other hand. So on a deep breath in, you'll notice your right hand And on an exhale, your attention will glide up your right arm to your shoulder. And then taking another full breath in, maybe even pausing. And on that exhale, having that full right arm in your awareness. And it's very hypnotic in the sense. Feeling sleepy already. I'm just I've just been doing it as you've been like, (laughs) oh man. That's it. Yeah. And you know the There is the intention to not fall asleep. If you look back to the original practices of Mm. yogic sleep or yoga nidra, but I would say if someone is so sleep deprived, I'm thinking of the busy moms that truly need to fall asleep. The difference here from taking a nap is that more often than not, if someone is stuck in a ruminatory cycle, Mm. they'll lay down for an afternoon nap and their mind will just be on. Mm. And that's, what we see is that actually stress hormones increase. So they're trying to do something that's good for them. They're trying to relax, but they're actually ramping up their stress hormones. So this, again, just makes it makes the rest and relaxation that we seek that much more available. And then once the whole body has been scanned, most people notice they're in such a relaxed state where certain suggestions similar to hypnosis can be made. So Some people do set an intention like I'm letting myself fully and completely relax for the next 10 minutes. And that will come up in the visualizations or in the guided non-sleep deep rest. But I would say that's the essence of it. It's the breathing to really get that sympathetic state to turn off and get that parasympathetic state back on board. And then the body scan 
is mimicking what we see in slow wave sleep. So that's what people associate with muscle rebuilding and healing and tissue regeneration. I'd say, I mean, that's, again, another oversimplification. There's a lot happening in every stage of sleep. But trying to mimic that during the day and allowing the body to get that level of relaxation, what people notice coming out of the meditations, they feel as if they've slept. They feel as if they've had a whole night's sleep or that they're not sleep deprived or they're not as stressed as they maybe felt leading up to it or how they feel like their baseline is. Mm. So yeah, it's it's kind of beautiful and how simple it is. I'm really glad that people are studying it now. Yeah. And how long do you typically do do a session for? Really good question. So I like to do if I notice I'm dipping in the afternoon and notice I could really that feeling of like I feel like I could fall asleep. Like my brain feels foggy. I really could just use a second. I'll just do 10 minutes. Okay, yeah. That's enough. But sometimes I'll notice, say, it's been a, a long week and there's been a lot coming up and maybe stuff outside of work has been feeling more stressful. You know, there's people, people live lives. There's there's always something. But sometimes before bed, I'll even do like a 30 to 40 minute guided session if I oh, really wow. feel like, yeah. And you know, Kitty, this wasn't something, I wasn't consistent with it. But ever since I became very consistent with it it's incredible because I already consider myself to be I feel like I I can regulate pretty quickly Mm. but sometimes even even my best tools don't take care of all of it I still feel like there's that underlying like Mm. you described I'm a little bit on like it's it's like there's sometimes I get it's busy it's like when you're really busy you be doing a million things and it's like you just need that time to just I think too like so going through like thinking about the, I noticed you're saying you're thinking about the parts of your body. Does that help you just keep your mind sort of on nothing? It's sort of like you're just keeping you from thinking about, you know, other things or the million things you've got to do or. Yeah, exactly. Because I think when most people are in rumination, they're thinking about what they have to do tomorrow. They're thinking about all the things they have to do today. They're thinking about what they want to make for dinner. They're thinking about the cat food they need to pick up on their way home from the gym. And they're thinking about, oh, they haven't done this and they need to do that. And they, I wonder how this person felt when I said that. Their brain is ping-ponging all over the place. So, yes, I think that's the main Helps you focus. Or not focus, but keep, sort of, I know what you mean, your mind, sort of, just nothingness, sort of, not, yeah. And what about, like, because, yeah, people might listen to think, oh, fuck, 40 minutes is so long. What could you do to start small and consistently, like, if you were going to try and do something? Really great question. I would say even before you even think about doing non-sleep deep rest, mm. start with the extended exhales. Mm-hmm. So if, and I we touched on this a little bit last time, but instead of say four counts in, hold for four, four counts out, hold for four, you could do something like breathe in for four, hold for one, breathe out for eight counts, really stretching out that exhale as much as you can, holding for one. And that right there, what they notice is most people, when they are feeling stressed, when they're on, when they're feeling busy, there's so much activity in the in the brain and they might not even be aware of the fact that they haven't taken a deep breath. Mm. So I think the body scan, part of the genius of that is dropping out of the brain and into the rest of the body, almost imagining okay, well, what's what's the energy like in your feet right now? What's the energy like in your ankles right now? And like you noticed, 
that's just enough to distract the brain from all the doing and the plans and the work and the busyness to even notice, whoa, what is the sensation in the ankle? Mm. And some people will notice, you know, even just starting with those extended exhales, they'll feel significantly better. You know, I'd, I'd say, well, the example that comes to mind right now is driving in rush hour. People tend to get really frantic. Maybe they get home, they start prepping dinner, their kids are yelling, everything's a mess. I'm just imagining a very hectic evening. Mm. For some people, just taking a couple moments to pause mm. and really stretch out those exhales, their thoughts start to slow down. They feel a little bit better. And physiologically speaking, those stress hormones start to drop. We can measure if people wear aura rings. I know they're not the most reliable, but we'll start to see improvements in heart rate variability, mm. see heart rate drop and come to a more regulated rate but I would say, yes, start with the extended exhales. And then if you're interested in this, you could always do, you know, an eight to 10 guided non-sleep deep breaths and just see how you feel. Mm. Because most people think, well, I just got to push through. I got to keep going. There's so much to do. But in reality, trying to push through when your body is exhausted and you're, and you're just completely flooded with stress hormones, mm. you might make mistakes. You might be clumsy. You might not be creating the most... <laughs> the most valuable work that you could be. Mm. And that's something that I've noticed too. Sometimes if I very intentionally say, okay, I'm noticing my brain is feeling groggy. I'm not as energetic and clear-minded as I'd like to be. I'll literally take 10 minutes and then I'll come back to work or even before a call. I actually did one right before this podcast. And what I find too is that everything's back online. It's clear. And some of the studies that Dr. Huberman is do doing is showing that it increases neuroplasticity so people can learn faster, they're thinking yeah. faster, they're thinking their cognitive function is just more robust in general. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a, a glorified catnap in a way, but much more intentional because, like I mentioned before, yeah. if you know that you can't just lay down and take a nap, if you know that meditation makes you feel more anxious or you have trouble sitting still, this could get, give you those same benefits mm. without increasing stress. And I, what mm. really, it, yeah, and I think it's yeah. incredible too, thinking about the long-term benefits. Yeah. Because what we see in experienced meditators is just greater density of dopamine receptors and a greater ability to release dopamine. And we're seeing the same with non-sleep deep rest. So easy, easy choice for me. Yeah. And 10 minutes is not a lot. And so how, like you talked about, so you need to be guided through it. So there's, so you have it available on your app. So what do you just purchase the app and then you've got, so how does it work? Even for free, I have it yeah. set up so people can do seven day trials. So you could even yep. try it out and go straight to the non-sleep deep rest. But yep. I mean, I think wearing headphones to me makes a difference. It, I find it to be that much more soothing, especially if you do have kids or dogs yeah. or Someone's yeah. in the kitchen just to block out the external world. Yep. But all you have to do is press play and lay down. And most people lay down and put like a pillow underneath their legs just for yep. a little bit more comfort. It's yep. traditionally done on the floor or even on a yoga mat. Yeah. I find that to be so uncomfortable. So I actually, yeah. I'll lay like on a rug or I'll get in bed for a second and, and put a big pillow under my knees. And that's essentially it. I might, um, cause at night I lay in my red light for like 15 minutes before I go to bed. I usually do the, 
uh, breath work, but I'm like, I might tr- try. I'm going to download your app and try it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah I'll do it tonight. That's what you think. Yeah. 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 So good. And so I'll, what I'll do then for people is I'll just pop like the link to your um, Instagram handle in the show notes. So if they go on there, then they can in your bio link access all the different things that you have. And then the app is in there too. Hey. Yeah. So yeah. good. And so good. Um, I'm excited too, because the more and more techniques that I learn, the more I can start to incorporate them into new recordings because yeah. these are things I use myself. So it's nice to have them ready to go. But then also hearing that people are really noticing a difference. Yeah. I had one person tell me that she's been able to sleep through the night consistently because she just listens to that non-sleep deep rest now. So that's been amazing. Yeah, because I really find just for myself, and I talk about this a lot, is like even my food, because I'm really consistent with my food and walking. That's, you know, so I'm eating enough food. I mean, like 2,800 calories a day. That's all of food. It's not like I'm undernourished. But for me, it really is that being able to switch off at night after a long day of doing lots of different things. And my brain's very active and gets obsessed with things. And, you know, like I really, like it makes such a difference doing the breath work. And, you know, um, so yeah, it's amazing. I'm totally going to try it. Yeah. And Kitty, you just reminded me too, even like an exciting fun day, say we're out with friends or we're out dancing and we get emulated. Yeah. (laughs) Even that kind of excitement can make it really difficult to drift into sleep. Mm -hmm. So that's another time I noticed went to a friend's show recently and I came home, woo, wired up. I was (laughs) and this was the perfect antidote to just calm back down and and get back into into the rhythm of rest. So good. So good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on again. That's really great. And, you know, um, if you do try it, like t- t- share, share your, your, yeah, if you've done it, ha- what happened, share your tags on Instagram. Um, we'd love to hear. Hey, Teresa. I would love that. Yeah. Even yeah. if you hate it, because yeah. there are some people's voices that I don't find relaxing because I've gone through so many different yeah, Your voice is pretty relaxing. You're a very like, I think, I think your voice would be relaxing. I'm totally going to try your app. Tonight, you know, tonight. Okay, awesome. Well, if someone doesn't like it, I want to hear that too. Yeah, it's, yeah. All feedback is good to me. Oh, too funny. All right. Thanks so much, Teresa. I'm sure we'll have you on again soon. Thanks, Kitty. This was great. Uh-huh.